It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Happy Monday, everybody. This week is a special week because we are officially opening registration for the Fittest Physio Competition. This is something we've talked about on here before. We had, oh, were lucky enough to have Jeff on last week talking about sponsoring the Event 1, and we released Event 1 along with opening registration. It's going to be so much fun. Brandon, I don't know about you, but I am pumped for this competition. Dude, I'm stoked. This is the best thing to happen in physical therapy since polio. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, my God. I don't know how to never, respond to Never this. let a good crisis go to waste, right? Winston Churchill. Anyways, <laughs> dude, and before we get into this, man, I, I want to just sincerely thank our sponsor, Institute of Clinical Excellence. Last week, Jeff announced it. They're donating a free registration spot, two spots, one for the overall male and female winner for this workout. So can't thank them enough. That's a $1,200 value. So I uh, really appreciate that. Yeah, no, that's huge, man. And, and when we were thinking about how we wanted to structure this and who we wanted to reach out to, you know, it made sense, right? They're, they have uh, such a fitness forward mindset uh, as Jeff has coined and, and they have a whole division on fitness athletes. So it was, it was uh, important to us that we had them involved. And of course, the workout we wanted to, to do with them being the sponsor, we wanted to have that classic CrossFit feel, man. We wanted it to hurt. We wanted it to be short, sweet, fun, little couplet. So you want to tell the people what the workout is? Yeah, man, let's break this down. So this is a classic CrossFit couplet of thrusters and burpees. Now it's 21.15.9, but just when you thought you'd be able to sprint or fran your way through it, Josh says, hold my noble shoes. <laughs> and he makes the thrusters descending and the bar facing burpees ascending. So it reads like this, four time, 21 thrusters, 95.65, nine bar facing burpees, 15 thrusters, 15 bar facing burpees, nine thrusters, 21 bar facing burpees. I tested this thing, dude, I died the other day. It was awful. Josh, what were you thinking? Oh, man. Yeah, you know, we were we were talking about what to do for this first one. Um, we wanted to make sure that it was something that didn't require a ton of equi uh, equipment first, you know. And so this one, you just get the barbell, you need a little bit of space, you know, 95, 65 is a weight that's going to be a little bit more manageable for, for the majority of people. It's a, you know, a standard weight used a lot in the CrossFit world. So we thought these movements first were very appropriate for this uh, first workout we're going to put out there. And then we were deciding, you know, how do we want to structure it? We knew we wanted this to be shorter and faster. And you know, we're testing the entire continuum over the five workouts we're going to do, um, you know, from maximal strength to longer aerobic capacity. And so this one's going to be one of the, you know, the shorter end ones. And, and we want it to be fast something short sweet classic crossfit and when we were designing it 2159 is is such a common prescription in crossfit and the idea behind it is the uh um you know is that 
descending rep scheme allowing you to maintain higher intensities uh, and that's awesome and it's fun but you know this one we thought would be a little bit of a twist uh, you know go a little bit differently and like you said man those last 21 bar facing burpees it, are uh, miserable it's it's really about digging deep and, and figuring out how much you want it Oh yeah, it was all. I felt like I was moving in quicksand. I mean, I went into it. I knew it was going to be slower. You know, I knew it wasn't the same kind of twenty-one, fifteen-nine thing. But good God, I underestimated how much those burpees <laughs> slow you down, man. It felt like, it, it, I mean, it was it was rough. So I knew I got some work to do, right? Um, the the train for this thing, and I think that's what we kind of wanted to go into next is how are we going to train for this workout? Yeah, no, see, that's that's my favorite part about working with crossfitters, working with anybody, is breaking down the workout and, and looking at what are the demands for this activity or this uh, this event. And this doesn't have to be with CrossFit. This can be anything. If you're training someone to participate in um, a, a longer race or a team sport, or whatever it is, you're looking at what are the demands. And so for this workout, what are the demands? Um, number one, squat endurance, right? Knee flexion endurance, also pressing endurance there. And then from a metabolic standpoint, this is most likely going to be kind of a really high aerobic power and it's gonna get a little lactic for a lot of people. It's gonna burn a little bit, right? So uh, when we think of something like that, we have to think, okay, well, how are we going to structure training for it? And it's going to be individualized because we have to know like what is that person's limiter going to be in this workout? Is it the thruster is a heavy weight for them? If that thruster at 95, 65 is a heavy weight for you, man, we got to get stronger in the next couple months. And two months is a decent amount of time where we can make some progress there, right? It's not, uh, you know, it's not six months, right? We're not going to make, you know, incredible strides over too much. We know how long adaptation can take when we're trying to build strength. But um, our goal, if, you, if that's a little heavy weight for you, we're trying to get strong in the front squat and the push press pattern, right? And we're probably doing a lot of pushing built in there. We're not going to neglect our pulling. We know that we, we definitely need a lot of pulling vertical and horizontal pulling in our program, but we might prioritize uh, the, the strength work in the squat and the press. That would be where I would think of first. Um, next, if I'm thinking of more of like an energy system demand, right? When we only have eight weeks, we can't prioritize everything. And we also can't really go through a long enough progression to hit, you know, what I would typically want to do if this was truly the off season, going through more of a longer aerobic build, and then maybe progress some um, of the harder intensity work from more alactic work, or really, really short prior to that that burning feeling, more like a 10 second interval, and then building it up to 20 and 30 and 40 second intervals. We don't really have time to go through that full progression. So for us, we really need to prioritize. Are you somebody that you know are is is naturally more explosive and powerful than you are enduring? Then we probably do want to go through some type of aerobic progression, you know, because this again for most people is going to be somewhere between you know five six minutes on the faster end, maybe even faster than that for the elite individual, but probably up to maybe 10 minutes for some people to get through this whole thing. And so that largely is, you know, very much an aerobic effort. There's a component of, of kind of your aerobic base there. So for me, I might build that if that's what your focus is. So I would, I would start a little bit longer, maybe start with building up to like, uh, you know, 20 or 30 minutes continuously and then progress those intervals to shorter, but, but more of a faster pace, but still aerobic. On the other hand, if you're somebody that's more enduring or you feel like, man, when it gets hard and fast, that's when I struggle. I'm probably starting on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm probably starting more on that, you know, 10, 20 second bike sprint, something shorter, hard, long rest between intervals. And then I'm gradually progressing that. So that way, as I get closer to the actual event date, I'm hitting, um, I'm hitting longer sprints. So 60, 70, maybe 90 second repeats of hard efforts. I'm talking like, you know, 90 seconds on and you're having to take 10 minutes between intervals to be able to repeat it. That's how hard that effort is. It's not 90 seconds on, 90 seconds on, 90 seconds off. That would be more of an aerobic type prescription. So this is 
hard effort. Um, and I would begin cyclical with that, probably just on a bike most likely, where the turnover's high. And then as the intervals get longer, I might start making them mixed modal and include stuff like thrusters and burpees. So I might do something like 10 thrusters, or eight thrusters, eight burpees, maybe not bar facing, hop on the bike and finish the interval out as fast as possible, right? Something where I can keep the turnover high and then that hopefully will carry over into that workout. Um, and then it all comes down to your strategy, knowing your limitations, knowing where you are, uh, uh, you know, in terms of uh, your fitness level and what's going to be required here. And, and for a general rule of thumb here, I would probably try to stay you know, for that first couple minutes there, very under control. So smooth on the thrusters, breaking that 21 if you really need to, but some of the higher end level individuals will probably go unbroken on all the barbell movements. And then pacing the burpees just enough to where you still have a little bit of kick in the end because that 21 burpees is going to get rough. Um, so for me, it's about examining yourself as an athlete or if you're training someone for something like this, what's the demand and you, what are your strengths and weaknesses and see if you can figure out a plan over the next eight weeks to build for this type of event. Dude, I love that. That was, that was very, very all inclusive there. So essentially just to recap, being only eight weeks out, if you chase two rapids, you go home hungry, right? Yep. Gonna have to either, we're going to have to either focus on strength or we're going to focus on aerobic capacity. I know I've been hitting the bike sprints recently. Yep. Um, don't do that on days you eat salmon. It doesn't digest fast. <laughs> yeah, salmon, we, fish, we, are, fish we almost a, saw that salmon fish again. Fish is a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> Josh has an awesome breakdown. But in addition to that, there are some mobility requirements, some things we need to think about as far as that goes. So I'd say with this, you know, the, the thrusters are the main thing that comes to mind. And it's mainly ankles and T-spine, but it really is everything, right? So I like to go from a, a, a bottom-up approach. So if you think about what a thruster is, if you're unfamiliar with the movement, you basically have to pick the barbell up off the ground you can you can clean it you can reverse curl it but you're going to get essentially into the front rack position you're going to squat as deep as you can and then you're going to power up you're going to stand up and press out barbell overhead right so it requires a ton of mobility across the whole spectrum so start with ankles you need everything right you need ankle dorsiflexion you need lateral tibial glide you need tibial internal rotation we did an episode on ankle mobility so go back and check that out if you get a chance you know most people have knee mobility um hips right we need to have hip external rotation, hip internal rotation to get in the hole, right? To get really, really deep and be able to bounce out of that if that's going to be your strategy. As far as being efficient goes, the, the shoulder mobility starts with the T-spine. If you don't have enough T-spine extension, you're going to get turtled up and you're going to waste a lot of energy having to, you know, substitute with those erector spinae going from a flex to extended position. So make sure you're working on that T-spine mobility. Working our way down, you're going to need more than 90 degrees shoulder external rotation, as much elbow flexion as you can get, wrist extension, all that stuff. And then, of course, have the ability to get those shoulders fully overhead. And, again, you, you got to think about this not only from a safety standpoint, but also an efficiency standpoint. Because if you're missing something down the chain and you got eight weeks to work on this thing, you're going to be spending a lot of energy. It's going to slow you down, and it's going to affect your ranking in this workout. Yeah, no, that's so important, man. You mentioned the efficiency aspect of it too. Um, you know, that's what one of the things Dan John always mentions is the best way to to lose weight and 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 expend more energy is to do very inefficient exercise because it does take a lot more energy when you don't move smoothly and efficiently. So uh, something like this, where you're going to need that to conserve energy as much as possible, be able to push at the end there. If we're not moving very efficiently, it's just going to make the overall workout a little bit harder. So uh, if you can start addressing those things. Uh, right now, you know, get on it because we know a lot of those things are not going to be quick fixes or it's not going to happen overnight. Um, and, and specifically with the front squat, uh, uh, you know, the, the demands of that front rack position, um, we put out a few videos lately on the Vertex PT Instagram that has been really beneficial on how we assess 
for, you know, if you have those, those adequate ranges that you're going to need. So that's something else you can look at too. Um, so there's a ton of great resources out there. And if you have questions on it or you need some help with that, you know, that's, that's something definitely to reach out about. Yeah. And speaking of, we also did an episode on front right mobility as well yeah. too. So how to assess that, how to improve that as well. So again, go back and check that out if you get a chance. Again, I think it's all about T-spine and ankles in my opinion. That's what I spend most of my time on. Getting ready yeah, to for sure. Get on that, man. All right. So last part of this episode. So we actually released this on social media. We've got a great response. We've already gotten people signing up for this thing. We're international now. We've got a, a Canadian physio. We've got an Australian physio signed up for this thing. So mm -hmm. it's, it's officially- Waiting on our UK guys. That's right. Yeah. Where you at, Adam Meekin? So we're officially worldwide. So, uh, but with that said, we have gotten a few questions and wanted to make sure we, we answered those and make sure everything's kind of clear cut. So the first question that we've gotten a couple of times is who all is eligible to participate in this competition? Right. So for this one, this year, we're keeping it to physical therapists, physical therapist assistants and students in each of those tracks there. So PT students or PTA students. And so in the future, you know, this thing might expand. It might be fit as healthcare practitioner one day, and we might have, you know, ATCs, might have MDs, might have who, who knows what it could go into. But for this year with, with kind of what we were trying to do and getting off the ground, we're keeping it to PTs, PTAs, PT students, and PTA students. Yeah, we're beta testing this thing, and that's what we—that's the intent we had along the way. Was it was just going to be PTs, PTAs, PT students. So you know, you know, there's rules, right? You know, this isn't NAM. There are rules, so we're going <laughs> to stick with it. Uh, next question was, do we need to submit video? Yep. So if you want to be eligible to win any of the the prizes that our awesome sponsors will be giving away, or that we'll give away to the overall winner, uh, you will have to submit videos for each one of the workouts. You know, it's you know, it, it kind of like the CrossFit Open, right? You know. Everybody can participate for the most part, but if you're at the top, I think this year they actually require the top 40 people every week to submit videos. We're mainly going to keep it to if you're going to be in the running or you want to be in the running for for uh, winning any kind of prize, uh, we're going to need some videos too. We're trying to keep it, um, you know, as as clean cut as we can, and hopefully the honor system's enough. But you know, there, there's a lot of uh, cool prizes on the line too, so we want to make sure the people that are actually taking home some of these prizes uh, really are the ones who probably deserve it. Yeah. So again, just to, just to clarify, if you think you're going to be in contention, you're going to have to have video because we're going to have to review it. You know, mm -hmm. You're going to be in that top three spot or, or anything like yep. that. And then our overall uh, winner too, each week, yeah. you know, and the overall winners. If you know you're probably going to do well, you might as well video. Get in that habit. You're going to need it for other competitions too. Yeah. And I, I would say too, just do it just in case, in case you actually do better than you think you might have. And plus, mm -hmm. if, if, if video just turned out to be awesome and you want to send it our way and you want us to repost on our social media, we might consider doing that too as well. Yeah. So you just kind of give you a plug with your your affiliate or your clinic or something like that as well. So the, the last question we've gotten is, do we have to be a member or do we have to do these workouts at a CrossFit affiliate? Yeah. So for this one, that's not a requirement. I know the open, you do have to be at an affiliate, have the person at the affiliate verify your score. You know, for this, again, we're beta testing this a little bit. So you do not have to be a member anywhere. You can do this in your garage. You can do whatever you need to do. Um, it's for anyone that is a PT, PTA, that kind of thing. Um, you just want you to get the workout done. That's the whole point of this is to kind of facilitate some friendly competition and, and, and get people really walking the walk. And so uh, you don't have to be at an affiliate or get somebody to verify your score there. Just like we mentioned, um, though, if you're going to be in the running or think you might be, you're going to need a video of it. But other than that, just wherever you have a chance, especially this like this first one, just get a barbell, find some space, and get after it. 
Yeah, we got some people signed up. They're doing it at their YMCA. So you can do it at your Y. You can do it at your garage, you can do your grandma's kitchen. It doesn't matter. Just do yep. it somewhere. Yep, exactly. And I think, um, you know, that we're trying to make it as accessible as possible. So some of the workouts will have to kind of clue some of our listeners in, give them a little bit of a sneak peek. You know, you're going to have some type of maximal effort lift, you know, that should be coming out, some longer aerobic stuff too. And then, but you are going to have some higher skills. So you may need, you know, who knows, you know, what if a ring muscle up came out or what if a, a something where you have to be upside down doing handstand pushups or something, you know, you know, it's what, a, what yeah. if you program a marathon, what if there's a marathon, right? So, <laughs> so, so, you know, there might be a reason to go to a CrossFit gym or something if a workout were to include some of that equipment. But uh, again, for the vast majority of these type of workouts and things, we're trying to make them as accessible as we can, accessible as we can. Um, Cause ma'am, it, we just want as many, you know, as many physios or PTs as possible getting after it. That's, that's the goal of this. Yep. So, um, guys, if you want to be a part of history, this inaugural workout, this inaugural competition, you want to kind of you know, break that stereotype of PTs tell people they can't squat deep, can't let their knees go over their toes, can't lift anything overhead, sign up for this competition. You can do that at localcomp.com. It's actually local-comp.com. The link for that is going to be in the show notes. Keep up with all the updates on our social medias. It's going to be at Vertex PT and also on local comps at local comp as well. And um, other than that, man, I, I'm pumped and ready. I'm ready to get trained into this thing. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. And that I think that was what part sparked some of the, the um, conversation was uh, local comp is an awesome group who is doing our uh, registration for us and is doing the leaderboard. They're great. They are local to South Carolina, but some people ask, dude, the do you have to be local to do it? And it is totally online, totally worldwide. Yes, local comp is who's doing the registration for us. So that might be where some of that confusion is. But you don't have to be in South Carolina to do this. Right. Amazon.com. You don't have to be in the rainforest. To the <laughs> there, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dro drones are going to deliver right. it anyway. So it doesn't matter where you are for that. Um, but yeah, and I mean, there are championship belts on the line, Brandon. I could not think of anything more serious than yeah. taking home a championship belt. Yeah. Glassman gives out medals the size of a silver dollar so we're doing big championship belt check that out on social media we got the belt on display a couple times um <laughs> dude that's that's going to be a, a big conversation piece that's going to give you way more street cred with your patients than a fayant or an ocs or something like that. <laughs> yeah i mean they walk in they see that belt they're gonna be like oh man i'm in the right dude, place I, if i won that if i won that thing i would take it out to the bars at night dude this, this <laughs> oh. I'm not going to win it, but, but if I did, yeah. Oh, that thing I'd be wearing that. I'd be treating patients in that belt. I don't know if we have in our employee handbook, if that's allowed, but I'm going to make an, amend, an yeah, amendment to it. We'd have to, we'd have to yeah, do an amendment. Uh, but anyway, again, we appreciate y'all for turn for tuning in every week. Um, hopefully some of the insight and how you would train for, for this type of event, uh, gets your wheels spinning on evaluating demands of workouts or activities and how, you know, we need to structure our training appropriately for that kind of thing. We can't just do, uh, you know, the random stuff and hope that we're going to be the most prepared. So, so hopefully that, um, that sparks some interest for you. Uh, if you have any questions for us, reach out to us. If it's about this or about your own training, uh, don't hesitate to reach out. We'll catch you all again next week. And one last thing, if you liked the episode, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review. That way we can reach more people. And if you have any questions, a topic that you want us to cover, or maybe a person that you think we should interview, hit us up on Instagram at better, faster podcast. You can also keep up with updates on our physical therapy and strength and conditioning businesses by giving us follows at Vertex PT and at Vertex Strength. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a great week and we'll be back next Monday. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. 
Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.